0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Lore Sports proudly brings to you the best racing podcast in the world. Now, here's your host, Lauren Leach, the color guy, Mark Allen, the Loose Lugs Racing Podcast. Hey, Loose Lug Nation, welcome to episode number 88 of the Loose Lugs Racing Podcast. Thanks to Chris for that uh, awesome intro once again. Mark, when I think of the number 88, I think of Tom Reffner right off the bat there. Um, Doug Carpenter. I, he's actually first on my list, Doug Carpenter, because I went to school with his son, Ben, and I've known the Carpenters for, boy, the majority of my life, maybe all my life, really. Um, how about also Trevor Howard? Of course, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Dale Jarrett. Daryl Waltrip in that Gatorade 88. Uh, how about Buddy Baker, Alex Bowman for a few years after Dale Jr., Ricky Rudd, Neil Castles, Buck Baker, Donnie Allison, Ron Kozlowski, Bobby Allison, Rusty Wallace, Jeff Bodine, and Jimmy and, Um, That was quite a few there. I think I left a few for you, though. Don't
1: do take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> we found a popular number, man. Hey, we saw the Holtz down there. Was that O'Brien or was that Jeff Holtz down there last night at Slinger? Um, That was an 88 there. He said second place. I think that was Jeff. I think that was Jeff Holtz there. Um, Rick Horzel, remember him? He runs around uh, in the Mid-Am Series. Um, Clay Kurtz, you know, he's been running the Midwest Tour. Um, Hey, Mike, Eddy, for some of you old A.S.A. guys from Michigan, he was a heck of a runner. And from way back in Apple Valley, for sure you guys. How about Ken Nimmer? He used to live on the west side of Apple. And he used to store his vehicle on the garage, in his driveway. And it was always, you know, as a kid, it was just like I was so pumped just so I could see a race car. And he always parked it in the driveway. It was always a red and white eighty-eight. So yeah, 88's a popular number, too.
0: Oh, no doubt. I think we could've probably found a few more even, but uh you have to you have to draw the line at some point. <laughs> I try to
1: well, yeah. I'm number Um, not really locally though not too much but nascar oh my god an 88 was there was so many 88s back in the day you know um so yeah mostly ford back back then but yeah then dale jr took it over and everything kept it popular
0: yeah for sure well um let's talk about the slinger nationals here to start mark um what an event that was last night uh, both the late models and super late models were awesome. Packed house, I tell you what. By twelve o'clock, it was kind of hard to find a parking uh, spot already. You and I got there pretty early, but uh, man, kudos to everyone at Slinger. All the drivers, teams, thank you for your hospitality and and letting us uh, do some pre-race interviews with you st- with you and some uh, post-race interviews as well. What a, what an event, Mark.
1: Did you see that crowd? That crowd was unreal. We we're sitting in the seats and looking over there. It says, Man, I tell you what, that's what I like seeing a full house. They were turning people away, you know. You couldn't walk up and get a ticket after so much time, you know. Um, uh, but uh well, yeah, it's worth the event, man. It was uh it was worth the price of admission. What a good night
0: out there. Oh, definitely, definitely worth it for sure. Um for the late models there, Jesse Bernhagen, uh dominated pretty much that portion there he started up front he we talked to him after he's struggling with qualifying this year but uh man he's a he's a man on a mission down there this year six out of seven wins down there uh just this past sunday ryan Gutneck took the win there over him but he's he's just on a roll man i tell you what he,
1: he's good everywhere you know he's pretty fast everywhere but Boy, Slinger's right in his wheelhouse, man. He's been doing really good down there. They got a bounty out on him. They had one on him. So, <laughs> so you, you don't hear of bounties too often. You know, that's back in the old days, they used to do that with Trickle, you know, because he won all the time. So, yeah, if you got a bounty on you, you've been winning your fair share.
0: No doubt. And then the the super late model portion of the, the Slinger Nationals there, Austin Nason led a bunch early and then Luke Fenhouse took the lead before the break and led almost all of that second half of the race, and he would have taken taken home the win. Unfortunately, a caution came out with four to go, and Ty Majeski had, and when I talked to him yesterday, I said, I don't want to say you had the restart of your life, but you guessed it just right, and that propelled him to
1: that win. Yeah, I looked at my video this morning just to say just how he hit that, man. It was just a perfect launch. Um, yeah, you know, you, you can't coach your chickens before they hatch, you know. If that else, you know, he was getting to the line, he was getting there, and it looked like a victory, and then all of a sudden when Levon had a had a flat tire. Hey, them guys even uh, they went in changing tire and still ended up with an eighth place. So that was that was impressive out of the twenty three team also. But uh, yeah, Ty fell fell into that and, uh, and got the victory there. So uh, yeah, good, good, good race all the
0: way around, man. Absolutely. And hey, how about you know I I talked to some guys. It seemed like pretty much everyone who was in the front at the break kind of stayed there. A lot of times we'll see some comers after that with the tire shake up and adjustments being made but really kind of the top people were there except for john deangelis who came from deep in the field he was in the last chance race and he comes home fourth so those guys uh hit on something there that uh, propelled them up to a top five finish absolutely
1: both seven cars you yeah you mentioned to me hey i think that second row is better than the two guys up front on that restart with four to go you know Derek thorn was he was there too man and uh we were gonna see what kind of finish it was gonna turn out to be so uh (laughs) yeah um good
0: stuff man absolutely you know you feel bad for luke because he was gonna kind of run away with that thing and unfortunately that caution came out and you could tell how much it meant to him and detection uh sorry he was dejected there but he took it in stride. He's trying to move past it. Uh, he was talking to me, and and he's looking into going to Iowa this weekend. But runner up the past two years and in contention, he could he could be a, easily be a three time winner of this race because he could have won the last two for sure.
1: Man, he was slicing through the lap traffic, man. Usually, sometimes that, that holds, it holds the guy up, you know, and makes it for tighter racing, but he was getting through to him. Him and Majewski, both, their, both of their vehicles were at the same speed, and they were both getting through the lap traffic. Uh, they were identical. It's just that it came down to that last uh, restart that uh, determined the winner of the race.
0: Yeah, Luke was hitting that lap traffic just perfect, and actually... Ty got caught up behind behind some drivers that were going side by side after Luke got by him and uh eventually there was a point where Luke got behind side by side and Ty caught him a little bit but then Luke took off after Ty got stuck behind the guys that he was behind longer than Luke did but that that was so strange to me of how the lap traffic was working out because usually you race the leader harder than you do the second place guy and not that they were racing Luke easier or tie harder uh but it just seemed like luke was just hitting it just right
1: yeah absolutely man so um yep that's the way that's the way it goes uh you can't hide when you're a lap guy you can't hide but then you know sometimes you're racing and you're trying to stay on the lead lap and uh, um but yeah i was working all out for luke and it sure looked like he was uh i mean we were watching people get up and leave you know its 15 20 to go and it's like wow you you're leaving already because we've always seen it seems like it always comes down to the end you get one of those <laughs> one of those cautions
0: right at the end of the race and by come if it didn't happen again last night yep uh so Ty Majeski takes home the singer Nationals for a third time Luke was second Derek Thorne uh took third away from John DeAngelis on that restart there. Um, so John DeAngelis was fourth. Austin Nason uh, rounds out the top five there. Like I said, he led a bunch early. Uh, Chase Elliott got a sixth place. I thought he would be a little better than he was, but still, the finish sixth is pretty good. Steve April, seventh. Levon Vandergeese, eighth. Brad J.J. Miller, ninth. And William Byron was the top 10. Um, Eric Jones finished 11th there. He kind of picked up damage early. So, when you look at the running order, eleventh wasn't too bad after he got damaged within the first twenty-five laps or so.
1: Yeah, a few, few guys got knocked out. As there's always attrition to what's won uh, that race. That 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 racetrack is really hard on a race car. Uh, and things happen so fast there. Um, <laughs> Steve, I thought Steve Abel, you know, he was coming up towards the front, and then he just kind of leveled off. And there were some adjustments in the middle that brought some guys uh, to the front, you know. But yeah, Johnny D. Whatever they found at the halftime, there that that team. I thought the seven car uh, in a stretch of that second half, he was the fastest car coming.
0: Yeah, I thought him or Thorn. It looked like Thorn had a pretty long run car, so he had to make up some ground that he lost early. So those two, I was paying attention to. I know you mentioned earlier that I said that to you on that final restart. So, um, but track position so key, and with it being a shorter run, that kind of helped the front row.
1: Yep, it sure did. So, all in all, a great event, man. Uh, boy, I tell you what, I still, I'm still, i still in awe about, the, about how many people were there, you know, and uh, yeah, it, it's just a great event. I'm already looking forward to the next year. How's that? Let's oh, yeah. A, let's take a whole week off. I'm huh? <laughs> just hang around down there. It's, a, it's more or less a three-day show down there, man. It's just, it's just Sunday, you know. They, they're Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So,
0: you know, something to think about for next year. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I've been thinking about taking off that Monday too, but um, it's hard to say it uh, to take off another day sometimes. But yeah, a uh, great show, like we mentioned. Uh, kudos again to Slinger, all the drivers and teams. We appreciate you all. Uh, can't wait for, for next year. Slinger's a place we like to get down to as much as we can. Unfortunately, it's very hard for me. I know it's hard for you too, Mark, but uh, kudos to everyone. Uh, hats off and – can't wait to get back down there again and already looking forward to 2024 Slinger Nationals, like you mentioned.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I was talking to uh, Stephen Nassie, you know, see what his schedule is, you know, and uh, he says, I'm going to Indiana. I said, Hey, is that Anderson? He says, Yes, sir. And I said, Guess what? I'll I'll see you with the trophy on your car on Saturday night. I mean, I'll be down there. Hey, that's pretty cool, you know, so. A lot of guys are heading that way on uh down there. Type Jeski never raced there before, so it'll be interesting from a star series. Uh I've never been there. I hear it's like a Rockford Slinger combo. It's a four hundred lap race, man. That's twice as long as last night's race, so that'll be a, a long race. But uh yeah, we got the white race tomorrow night. So yay, I tell you what, man, <laughs> we're we're ripping them out and uh, taking taking them out there, right? Good racing
0: in uh, July. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, we'll talk more about, uh, more local short track racing when we get near the end of this thing, but, uh, let's transition to the NASCAR weekend. Now, uh, the trucks were at mid Ohio, Mark boy, they had a start in the rain there. Jake Garcia twice and Jack Wood would go around during slow conditions. Hey, I
1: tell you what, if that's your street tire for people out on the on the road, I tell you what, we'd all be spinning out. It's amazing that those guys were only going like 30 miles an hour and they were spinning out. I thought it was a little too wet for them to start that race.
0: Yeah, it did look that way for sure. Uh, you know, Sawalich, Carruth, Ancrum, Lewis, Howard, Deegan, Crafton all go around and then host of our pits with a flat tire. Yeah, easy little spins, man. You know,
1: but uh, wow, well, you got to be a wheel man to get around on that wet track like
0: that. Yeah. Uh, Tanner Gray goes around and gets stuck, and then Howard goes around. Boy, that was a close call for De Benedetto. Yeah, yeah
1: Howard was—he was loose uh, was, uh, all over
0: the place too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marco Andretti was in the race. He makes contact with Crafton. Crafton would go around. Tanner Gray guilt goes into the sand trap and makes it through. That was impressive. Yeah, for sure. Hey, talking about Marco Andretti, man, sounds like he's trying to find an angle to get into NASCAR. So would that be interesting? That would be awesome.
1: Yeah, so then Andretti back in NASCAR, and he's got the talent. We've seen that.
0: So uh, we'll see where that goes. No doubt. Uh, Josevar didn't know that Howard was to his outside and they both spin and get stuck in the sand trap. And then Zane Smith and Taylor Gray make contact. Taylor goes around. Boyd and Connor Jones make contact. They get stuck. Deep, deep
1: in the sand.
0: <laughs> yeah. What do they say? Axle deep? <laughs> yeah,
1: you can bring your talking trucks for that one. Yeah. man. You're playing in the sandbox, you
0: know. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, when you're up to the axle, that's, uh, <laughs> that's saying something
1: stand yep so <laughs> and they put little eye hooks on the front of the back end and then they just
0: uh, hook up a, a winch to them and just drag them on out of there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh Rhodes would win the stage over Ty, Sanchez, Heim, Eckes, Rogers, Zane Smith, Self, Friesen, and Allen. Yeah, so far was up front,
1: you know, was Rhodes and, and Majesty. So yep, that was the end of stage
0: one. Yep. Uh Crafton would stay out on wet weather tires. Everyone else changed to slicks, and that was uh unfortunately not the greatest of calls for him. Well,
1: he was caught. He was he was stuck out there, and then all of a sudden, wow, what are you gonna do? And the track really dried fast, you know. The sun came out, and uh yeah, he he was caught uh well, with wet
0: tires on. Yeah. Rogers and another truck go around, looked like maybe it was Lawless Allen. Uh quarterly and Marco go through the grass and spin to avoid.
1: Yeah, for sure. Hey, how do you like that middle ohio racetrack? That's a different kind of uh different kind of deal. I mean, there's a fast back stretch and uh um different corners and everything. It's an interesting uh layout they have at Middle ohio
0: Absolutely, yeah. I would like to uh check that out for sure.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a different kind of thing, but yeah, they get around there pretty good. I, I like that I like that racetrack. It's okay.
0: For sure. Uh, Eckes got loose and got into Sanchez who goes around. So Wallach goes around again as well. And then Allen goes around again in the sand trap and gets stuck. Ty would win the stage over Haim Rhodes, Zane Smith, Eckes, Friesen, Ancrum, Carruth, Benedetto, and Purdy. Yeah,
1: that's Majeski's second stage. So, you know, he's only got two points for the, uh, playoffs. So, you know, um, so. Um,
0: yeah, it should be a lot more for him. But, uh, yeah, he was running really good at that time. Yep. Daniel Dye goes around, and then Ty and Rhodes make contact, and Rhodes goes around, Ty goes off track there. It looks like the contact that they made initially cut down Ty's tire. Yeah, and a little contact
1: like
0: that will do that for you. Yep. Uh, Wood would go around in the gravel pit, and then Rogers does as well. Holmes gets stuck there after that.
1: Yeah. You know, there's another one that's just like, uh, boy, he
0: was uh, struggling on, a, on the road course a little bit, you know. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Yep. Carruth pushes Tanner Gray off the track. Then Rogers and Self get stuck and have damage. Uh, Caruth would go around after that at some point. Holmes gets stuck for a second time, and then there's debris on the track. Corey Heim would go ahead and win the race over Zane Smith. Eckes, Friesen, Rhodes, Crafton, Ty, DeBenedo, Sanchez, and Ingram. Boy, Corey Heim. i just
1: slowly like looking at him. Say that might be the dude you might have to beat to, to get the championship this year.
0: I have to look at that. Did I? Um, when you were saying that, I was like, did I pick Corey Heim to win the championship? I did. Very good. So you never know. It's early. It's early. Yeah. So
1: this very moment, that's the guy I would point at and say, that would be your favorite
0: right now. Hey, what a recovery by Rhodes and Ty, though, after that uh, incident kind of late. They got back inside the top 10. Yeah, yep.
1: Just ran out of time to get back up to the front.
0: Yep. Well, then, the Xfinity Series and Cup Series were at Atlanta. We'll go into the Xfinity Series uh, first here. Clearman goes around with a flat tire early. Yeah
1: uh yeah, Klingerman, I wanted him in the Truck Series. He, he knows how to, you know, Um, and found out, you know, when I wanted him at Mid-Ohio.
0: And you kind of reminded me that uh, he's in the Xfinity Series now. So, okay, I learned something from you last week. I'm here for you. Thanks, man. That's what you're there for. <laughs> <laughs> uh Herbst would win the stage over Barry, Chandler Smith, Haley, Hill, Elgire Clements, Creed, Graf, and Retzloff. Boy, that was impressive by Hill and Creed, who started in the back due to changing transmissions.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Herb's and that forward, man, Mustang gets a stage win right
0: there. Yep. Uh, Retzoff has a big save, but caution comes out. Nemechek got into him to start that.
1: Yeah, just so there was some contact there that caused that incident.
0: Uh, Greg Van Alst, who was on the program earlier this year after his Daytona Arca wind was in this race, he slams the wall. Massey got some damage from that as well.
1: Yeah, he done something. He kind of got out of the uh, Arca series and kind of found himself a ride in the extremity. That's I, um, I a pretty good deal for him. That's a good deal.
0: Yeah, hopefully he gets some more races. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Barry would go to the bottom of, of Gibbs there, but Gibbs Gibbs was kind of there. When Barry went to the bottom, Gibbs with a hell of a save. After that, he went from—he had to get on the binder so bad. He went from top or from bottom to the top there. Uh, Maybe a little damage to Weatherman, who was on the outside coming through that whole deal. But that could have been nasty.
1: That's gonna be a major pile. That's gonna look like a Taliban (laughs)
0: wipeout. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Crazy, crazy. Uh, Creed would win the stage over Hill, Sieg, Barry, Elgayer Custer, Hemrick, Chandler Smith, Kligerman, and Sammy Smith. Yep,
1: Creed. Creed's uh, coming around, too. I'm waiting for a victory to come out of him, he's gonna get one before the season's
0: over, too. I agree with that as well, for sure. Yep. Yep. Uh, Herps was slow, maybe with a left rear flat tire. Everyone tries to avoid, but they wreck Sieg, Jones, Creed, Alfredo, Weatherman, others involved in that one.
1: Oh, there's the pileup we were looking for. Yep. Well, they're running that close like that, you know, it's only eventually it's going to have to have a big
0: one. Yeah. Uh, Weatherman has a tire blow and hammers the wall after that due to the damage he got. And then Belicki and Parker Chase make contact. Chase drifts until pit road and spin kind of half spins on pit road. No caution for that. No caution. I
1: thought there'd be a caution for that,
0: but there wasn't. Yep.
1: Hill spins,
0: Kligerman was right on him, but no contact made, just enough to make him loose enough. Niemicek also slid up in front of him, so a lot of air change slash air effect there, I guess you would call call it there. Yeah, that's
1: right, man. That's
0: a good way to, that's a good way to say it. <laughs> uh, Niemicek would go on and win the race over Hemrick, Custer, Haley, Mayer, Gibbs, Kyle Sieg, Kligerman, Williams, and Sammy Smith. And I tell you what, Nemeczek did not have the best car. He looked tight all day, but he came out with the win. Yeah, well, gotta
1: give yourself a chance to win at the end. And you know, hey, how about that Kyle C? Get another one, man. That that team is is totally opposite of what they were from last year,
0: man. Yeah, unfortunately for his brother Ryan Sieg, hoping, hoping to make a playoffs, he uh, took a hit earlier in the day. So. um but they're a team to watch always. All, all of a
1: sudden, yeah. Look at that. There's another another top ten, so yep, so keep an eye
0: on. Yep. Well then the uh cup series was on Sunday. Uh Burton goes around early. Good job by Hamlin and Gillen to avoid that.
1: Yeah, hey, when they started, man, there were six Fords out front. Remember last week I told you, well, I think Logano say maybe the Fords will finally get their act together. I'll tell you what, like a super, super speedway range track,
0: man. Ford's got that thing covered there. It was a surprise to see they started all up front. They got speed at those, um, but also Logano kind of fell off the, the face of the earth there. I don't know what happened to him.
1: Yeah, he was, uh, he was fourth for the first stage now, and it was like, see you later. And he, as soon as the track got dark, that was the end of him. Yeah. You know, when it's the light like that, it goes to the dark. There's covers and doors. When when you
0: start a race in the light and then and finish it in the dark. Yep. And then boy, what a save by Reddick! Bell came up and Cindric was right on his back bumper. Heck of a save by Tyler. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yep. There's a wheelman also. He knows how to wheel
0: it. <laughs> uh, Blaney wins the stage over Larson, Truex, Logano, Byron, Bell, Syndrich, McDowell, Reddick, and Elmerola.
1: That's the third win for Blaney, so, you know, slowly coming around, man. We'll see where, where his season keeps going. Yeah. But a little momentum going now.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, McDowell and Truex make contact on Pitt Road during the stage break. Truex spins. Byron had a uh, safety violation. Bell got a penalty for removing equipment. And Hamlin, equipment interference all to the rear there at the end of the stage. McDowell got the worst end of that deal, though he had major damage after that contact on Pit Road. Yep. LaJoy and Byron make contact, and Byron spins. Pit Road was crazy. Yeah. He's. It, yeah.
1: Byron
0: out of that whole mess. He ended up losing a lap out of that deal. Yeah. Uh, Jones squeezes Gibbs, who brushes the wall. And then Larson and Jones make contact. Larson goes around. Larson was slightly slow there. It looked like. He was getting loose or having a little bit of an issue. Uh, Jones just couldn't check up, uh, or he'll get run over as well, you know. So Larson goes back on track while under yellow, and unfortunately the right front blows and cuts his fender off. Oh, that destroyed the car. That was, that ruined, that, that
1: was the part of that, that ruined his day is when that tire came apart. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, and then the weather strategy was working. And then you're looking at that radar, and that radar, all of a sudden, oh, boy, it's coming. You know, that's got to be intense stuff, man, knowing that at any second the the clouds are going to open up. So these guys race accordingly, and, uh, hey, it makes for a great racing, but it's got to be intense for the drivers, man.
0: Oh, no doubt. You're taking everything you can get.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You just never know when the sky's going to open up. And as, as much as it was coming, as you saw on the radar, you knew when it was going to start. And that was going to be the end
0: of the race. Yep. Uh, Bell got loose. Jones got into him a little bit. Gibbs got into Jones there. Jones brushes the wall. Just kind of chaos there. Yeah. Well, that's,
1: that's typical right there. So,
0: yep. All normal. Yep. Uh, Jones and LaJoy make contact. LaJoy spins, collects Reddick, Chastain, Gibbs, Gilland, and Truex.
1: Yeah, so a little bit of a pile of there for, for, uh,
0: for that stage right there. Yep. Uh, Bowman gets loose and up into Hamlin. Hamlin spins. Byron, or excuse me, Bowman spins as well. Hamlin should be okay, but Bowman had a tire down and uh, got some damage from that tire.
1: Yeah, he was throwing out some major sparks too. <laughs> you know, yeah, so he had major damage.
0: Yeah. Uh Keselowski would win the stage over Blaney, Busher, Sindrick, almendinger Wallace, Haley, McDowell, Bell, and Priest. You know, Keselowski was your pick, dude. And you should have been feeling pretty good right at that end of the stage, too. I I was I, I don't want to say I was doing the rain dance, but I was uh I wouldn't have been disappointed. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: But you know. That's what and all of a sudden now here comes start of stage three and the the weather was getting even closer. So what are you gonna do? You know, and Keselowski, he had to come in. There was there's no way that you're gonna stay out there. Well, so he had no further
0: back, but you say that, but McDowell made it work. So um I don't know that Brad could have, but uh yeah, it was kind of split strategy with the weather moving in. Uh tough call to make there. I mean sure. <laughs> oh, man.
1: To roll the dice, man. Gee, you just
0: don't know, you know? So, yeah, that was well, a few. You know what it reminded me of? It was a few years back when Kurt Bush was leading. It was at Daytona in July and uh, came down with one to go because it wasn't raining. Comes down and pits. Justin Haley stays out and he got the win because it started raining uh, after uh, Kurt Bush had pitted there. So it is so tough, man.
1: Well, you're screwed if you make the wrong decision, man. All of a sudden, like, ah, oh, you know, but you know, it is, it's all a crap shoot, man. You just, you, you can't bet against Mother Nature. Sometimes you look at the radar and there's nothing there. And then sometimes you look at the radar and just like, it shouldn't be doing it and it is. You know, notice I'm not saying the R word because we, uh, we don't
0: wish on any of that while it's the race day. Eh? That is correct. No doubt. And anybody out there, if I ever
1: catch you with an umbrella at the racetrack, I mean, I, that, that is that is voodoo, and you should not be taking umbrellas to the racetrack.
0: What about a poncho?
1: Well, that's so, what well, so I get on people and say, "Hey, why would you bring it on? Oh, it's for the sun." They say, "I just like uh, I do not like I do not like seeing uh, umbrellas at a racetrack." But
0: how, <laughs> but how about a poncho? You didn't really answer that. How about a poncho? Jeez, no, I
1: don't think I like that either. <laughs> you, you might have to go sit in your vehicle in the parking lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh Harvick spins
0: after some contact with Hamlin there, no caution. There was another uh interesting call. That was another one, like no caution for that. It's just kinda of like, ah, oh,
1: okay, okay, here we are. But hey, NASCAR wanted to keep the show running because they knew the weather was coming.
0: Well, and you felt bad for Harvick in that situation because it's his last time racing there. He gets his first win. Uh, It's an iconic event in NASCAR history with it being the third race after Dale had passed. And he's in Dale's car. And Richard Childress was even out there this past weekend bringing that car out. And him and Harvick went side by side, which was really, really cool. And then something like that happened. So that was just a bummer. That's a bummer
1: to the, the whole thing. I mean, it was a pretty exciting day, man, seeing that 4-29 together at the beginning of the race, man. And, you know, Richard Gilders, man, he just keeps right on it going, don't he? And he looks really good. And, I mean, he's got lots of miles on him, but he looks really good, man. He's uh, still pretty good uh, pretty in, the, in the sport.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Priest checks up, but Stenhouse can't. Priest spins and collects Wallace. And it starts to sprinkle. And
1: that was the beginning of the, uh, yeah. I thought this car was hurt pretty bad after that, so I don't know how far he could have got after
0: that. Yeah. Uh, how about this? A guy we mentioned spinning earlier, going a lap down, wins the race. How about William Byron taking it over Suarez, Almondinger, McDowell, Bush, Kozlowski, Yaley, Haley, Blaney, and Stenhouse?
1: Yeah. Hey Suarez for the second place, you know, that's pretty
0: awesome. And, um, how about Gigi Yaley? I <laughs> he the seventh place, man. That's pretty cool, too. Yeah, Yaley, that was cool. Um, Suarez, boy, uh, track house almost went three for three, uh, over the last three weeks if uh, Suarez could have found a way around Byron. Yeah,
1: that's for sure. But you got a feel for Kevlowski, man. I tell you what, uh, um, if that race would have went on, I think that would have been the dude who uh, had a, a sight for a win, man. Keselowski seemed like
0: he had the fastest car there. Yeah, I I was thinking that myself here. I thought I was in good position there with him getting new tires. And he went to the bottom a few times and just kind of stalled out. He was able to make some moves, but stalled out. So um didn't work out. But... Um, Hey, Atlanta, you know, we were questioning, and, and even, I remember Ty coming on here and, and not saying some people things about Atlanta, but I tell you what, the racing was pretty good this past weekend, and yeah. ha- it has some momentum now. Yeah, but it seemed like the fans really liked it, too, man. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> some people are saying, hey, mile and a half, take a blueprint, man, make it happen. Yeah.
1: It's more exciting racing, so, yep, good
0: stuff out of Atlanta. Yeah, I, I mean, you can't do that to all of them, right, but... Um, The mile and a halfs have been racing well. The super speedways, just the road courses, and in short track have been struggling. We've mentioned that many times on here. Hey, they're going to be testing. uh, Is it next week? They're going to be testing a new short track package. Uh, So that's a big deal, and they're making some significant changes. It sounds like so there could. uh, Hopefully, that provides some answers in the future.
1: Yeah, that's for sure, (laughs) man. Yeah, at least they're trying to tweak it and everything like that, so I'm trying to make for better racing. Hey, how about Goodyear being there for, uh, Byron gets the 2,000 win, 2,000 wins, you know, for, for Goodyear, and uh, William Byron gets it. So, yeah, talk about uh, a partner with NASCAR with Goodyear, man. That's been going for a long time.
0: Oh, yeah, and, you know, the, the interesting thing is Jeff Gordon won the 1,000th, as well and this time around i don't know what they did for the thousandth but byron took home an, an extra trophy i was hoping to talk to him about that yesterday but we were kind of on a time limit so um but pretty cool two thousandth uh goodyear race and that trophy that they gave him
1: yeah so yeah what a partner that nascar's got with Goodyear, man so it's long running and still going strong
0: for sure uh, well, Mark, why why don't we get into our picks there, and then we'll talk some more short track racing. So uh, Xfinity Series and Cup Series coming up this weekend at New Hampshire. In the Xfinity Series, the defending winner is Justin Allgaier. I have to go first here due to you winning last week, and I am going to... I looked at the lineup, and there were some cars I considered, but I really think this was the driver I kind of narrowed in on. He won at uh, Phoenix. I'm going to take the 18 of Sammy Smith. That's my line. <laughs> That's my guy. What the heck? <laughs> All right. Well, hey, you're going to take a Smith. I'll take a Smith also. I'll throw a Taylor Smith at you. We'll see how the Smith boys do and which Smith comes out on top. Hey, that's a good, that's a good pick too. That's uh, you know, the Smith boys are pretty good racers.
1: They are good ones, and they run good at, uh, on a flat track. They did that earlier at Phoenix earlier this year. So, all right, so
0: Smith against Smith on well, that one between us. Yep. Uh, in the Cup Series, you get to go first. The defending winner is Christopher Bell.
1: I am going to take somebody that I haven't taken yet this year, surprisingly, and we can see if we can get some points out of him. Uh, I'm going to take Martin Joyce. Um, yeah,
0: he swept the stages there last year, and uh, I expect good things out of him. We'll see if he can pull that off. Yep, that's a, that's a heck of a pick there. I considered going with Christopher Bell. I did pick him last year, which worked out. I'm going to go with someone, though, and and it's going to be tough. It's it's going to go back-to-back here. I think I did this early in the season with him. I'm going to go with Willie B, William Byron, uh, being kind of a short-track deal there. I think uh, William Byron will go back-to-back this weekend.
1: It's a good pick going after him. Hey, there's a sleeper at that that's New Hampshire that runs really good there, and that's Eric mm-hmm. For some reason, he gets around New Hampshire, man. He can really make it work there. So there's a dark horse for him.
0: Yeah, he won there a few years back. Correct. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's our that's our picks for this weekend, Uh Mark. I know you're busy with the Red Redbud. I'm heading out west actually for a concert this weekend. So a busy weekend, but. Um, should be fun. Uh, tomorrow night is the white race out at Wisconsin International Raceway. Come on out and, and join us, 6.30 racing. i uh, got to give a congratulations to last week's feature winners, as we always do here in the Street Stock. draft. Tremel took his second win of the season, so congratulations to the 65 team. Uh, Cody Vanderloop in the sport truck. The quarter-mile late model's so uh, son-in-law and father-in-law take the features. So Brazen Bennett takes the first one. Rick Spoo took the second. TJ Sporowski gets his first late model win. That was pretty cool. And then uh, season four, Eli Schomer, I talked to him yesterday. He was sitting near us at the Slinger Nationals. Uh, he may be coming on the program in August, so that'll be cool to have him on. Uh, super late model, Grant Griesbach. We saw him yesterday as well. He's been having a quietly good season. He and he's still in the championship mix there. And then Ethan Beatty in the Terry Van Roy fourteen took the win. So that was cool, especially with the uh, memorial that went on and the celebration of life that went on at Haking Cairns this past um Sunday that I unfortunately couldn't make. So cool that uh the fourteen got the win uh on the week just before the weekend that that happened. Yep, that was cool. And then they also uh mentioned you know celebrated him over at
1: 141 that it was that saturday night and that's that turned out to be uh so they, they had 169 cars that are good and then about 20 minutes before uh thunderstorm came rolling in for about uh, 20 minutes or so and uh it delayed everything for one hour and i salute everybody at 141 the officials of how they ran that show and we still got done in time Outstanding with that many cars, and that track was in super condition, man. That was a super show Saturday night
0: on at 141. Yeah, that's that's another one I unfortunately missed, but um glad they got the show in and, and everything went well. Um, besides that little shower there, unfortunately. But glad everything went well after that and and everything. So um, Mark, I know you're looking forward to the red bud. You mentioned it earlier, so that'll be cool. Uh, have fun over there. Uh, like I said, I'm heading out west. Uh, kind of going to be a date weekend, so that's that's cool. We haven't got to do that in, in a long time. So we're going to have a good weekend. Uh, hope everyone else has a fun weekend. Thank you again to Slinger Super Speedway, all the teams and drivers, uh, also at uh, WIR. Uh, come and join us tomorrow night for the white race. And uh, any other final thoughts from you, Mark? That's
1: about it, man. I'm, I'm coming home. I've been sitting in the campground. Here in Ozaukee County, and it is just pounding, pouring here. Uh, uh, you can just hear all the plants and everything just sucking up all this water. You know, so <laughs> you know it, it, this is a blessing of the for the farmers and everything. So we're uh, we're actually getting some precipitation, uh, not on a race stage, so it's mutual appreciated. And then uh, weather looks good for tomorrow. Um, I never really got around to looking at New Hampshire, up there. I know they're having problems in the Northeast. with a lot of flooding up there. And uh yeah, it's been really devastating up there. So
0: hopefully everything is tuned up that way. So we'll see how New Hampshire works out this weekend. Yeah, I sure hope uh everything works out there. So um have a good weekend, Mark. Thanks for always joining me on this. Uh thanks everyone for your support. Um hope you enjoy this and uh hey, we'll talk to you soon. See you the see you the tech, man. See you ya. Know. You Bye. bet, see ya, buddy. This has been a production of Lore Sports. Hope you all enjoyed it, and thank you for listening.